Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Yo! And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? Stars of the new album, Sonic Ranch, now streaming. Wow. <laughs> You're talking to the stars, we got, folks. We got top billing on yeah. that music mm-hmm. album? Yep. Above the Ooh. line, above the fold. Mm. <laughs> top three on the call sheet every day. <laughs> I was thinking about it, I was like, who else would they put as the stars? Yeah, it would yeah, have to be yep. us. Yeah, if not us, it's just our instruments, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if not us, then when and who? Yeah. yeah. Um, we have got to talk about something else, though. Right now, I yes, we do. Elephant in the room. Well, there's haircut. a lot. Of, there's there's a lot going on with this elephant. He's got the haircut. He's got the. <laughs> he's got fresh blonde hair. You know, I don't like when you draw oh. attention to these things. Why? <laughs> it's weird. Well, People can't see it. All right, all right. I do. I'll keep but that Jeff, part it's short. It's the theater of the mind yeah, they're sure. picturing. What they are picturing is probably so much more wild than what we're yeah. actually even we- seeing <laughs> in the Zoom screen. <laughs> all right, then I'm going to say something that you probably won't like even more, Jeff. What? That album you put out. Oh, Michael. Oh, yes, you've been texting me. It's got me, me going, so- man. It's, I, we haven't discussed it fully, and I've been listening to it all the way through over and over. It's a very digestible album. It's so good. Michael. It's so well done. You make I'm me so blush. Su- I hope so. I'm so shocked loud. that you put this all together. It, it's really something else. Mike, you called it layered. Layered. It's, it's very layered. You can you can get lost in saying, well, listen to that little keyboard over here. Oh, well, listen yeah. to the sound effect over there. Hey, well, there's Dutz himself right down the middle. There we go. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Let's <laughs> listen to the soul of this character falling apart, coming back a little bit. It's it's not just some it's just, it's not just some bimbo with a dance track. Well, it's funny. He's having his own dark twisted fantasy. I was, you know, you got to self-mythologize a little bit, but sure. I was just telling Tim, uh, it's funny that the tracks that I sent you um like mid-covid, I sent yeah. you guys like five or six tracks and you gave me a lot of yeah. great feedback. I just made four more tracks and put them at the end. <laughs> like like you, you, the tracks you heard it's a are the chronological first album. <laughs> it's very chronological because then by the end you're like well now i like where am i going with this thing i guess i you know i got this one really sad sort of song that'll be like second to last and then i'll sort of have like a fake uh culmination and that'll be last there you go it's a it's a it's a rock opera you've made there jeff <laughs> it really no i'm i'm Serious. I'm listening to it, and it's like this guy starts out high and he goes low. <laughs> Nothing's works out for him. Thanks, Mike. My uh, I said my favorite is is uh, Beyond the final track, and just the yeah. passion with which you're oh. singing the 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 hook the whole damn night. I like, like you you say that you're gonna spend the whole night with a woman the way that what a, a guy, man says he's gonna guy. spend his whole he's gonna spend his whole life with a woman. I know. But like you got the whole from when the sun goes down to when the sun yeah, goes in, up. In and case it's not clear, with the, <laughs> from when yeah, the sun goes down and, to when the sun like, comes up. And then the implication when the sun gets up, like get out of here. <laughs> but but uh, um, just the the passion with which we've heard so many men profess, like my whole life until the day I die, until I die, until as long as I walk the earth, as long as so then hearing that same passion for the whole damn night. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I love about it is you've got this guy who starts out as like Mister Party, pop that pussy guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it doesn't work out. And like, he wants to have a threesome. He wants to like, nobody's calling him back all of a sudden. Then there's clearly a girl that like uh, a love interest that didn't work out. So now he's like in this thing's like back to being passionate, but still can't get back up to like, oh, my whole life. Like he hasn't learned a lesson. Yeah, He's just going to start this. His, his lesson again. is to spend a whole night with a woman. <laughs> it is. Jeff, you could make, you should make, get somebody to animate like an anime thing to the whole album. Mm. Okay. Come on. <laughs> that sounds like a thing that a talented listener could DM us oh, about. No, we don't have listeners as talented. What I'm picturing is way out there. Big budget. <laughs> Big budget. Like that Daft Punk uh, anime thing. Oh, God, yeah. That's great. Uh, Interstellar. Well, Mike, you, you texted me at one point. You're like, I want to know about the process. I was like, Mike, you, you're you're in it. You saw the process. I know, but <laughs> nobody I, knows I, the I process have so many more. Did you use Did you use Tim on on uh, what's the song? That guy's whack. Oh, the like. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's from a popular HBO show. We don't need to get into. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! <laughs> and is is it uh, the character? We, his hey. last name is a sort of a a, a, a certain nut. Yeah, there's a certain or, nut, or, or is it a guy? Or is a guy who requires a certain prescription? Uh, no, there's a certain uh, Multisanti and a certain Walnut. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. Those yeah. other ones are you, though, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so funny, too. Like, this one guy's got a hat and a beard and you don't like it. He's like, oh! He's just <laughs> ruining your whole life. Oh. <laughs> Guts his whole life, not my, your whole my life. My heart has sw- grown two sizes in Grinch-like fashion. Yeah, but DeGrinch's heart started small. Yours was normal. Oh, yeah. So, Jesus Christ, now you've got a double heart. <laughs> you've, re- you've revealed a side of yourself, Jeff, that I did not know was cooking in there. Okay, and Michael. I'm going to have to show you some more respect. Because <laughs> I have very little for you. Mike, and now you, it's you, time to change that. <laughs> you were listening to Jeff's album and having all these flashes of you treating him like shit all the time. <laughs> I don't respect you. <laughs> you don't know how to. You don't know chord arrangement, you idiot. <laughs> You've got no substance. <laughs> if you ever make an album, it's going to be sparse. I tell you, sparse. That's your problem, T. <laughs> Pacing back and forth, the alligator. Uh, yeah. No, you, I've read respect for you before, Jeff. Yeah, no, yeah that, that <laughs> the utmost. No, I wouldn't say that. Now I do. <laughs> the submost. Yeah, lowest. Um, it's cool to see artists like appreciate each other's work. Because I'm looking at Mike, you know, bass player, uh, vocalist for the Sloppy Boys. I'm looking at Dutz, pop star, and you guys kind of mutual appreciation for your your work. And on this. This summer is such a big musical summer. It's nice yeah. to see two giants sitting yeah, yeah. down. I feel like I'm watching Hollywood Reporter cont- Contenders Roundtable. <laughs> yeah. Hey, to say today is to say nothing about yourself, Tim. I mean, geez, uh, Garns of Gamora oh. is a feat. Yes, that's actually kind of true. That's feat weird. of strength. I was telling Mookie the other day that I get chills when motherfucking one-time Emmy nominee hits. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah, and you know that's a reference to me, right? Uh huh. Yeah. It's very self-referential. Hmm. Um, it's very, yeah, when I sing about myself, it's rather self-referential. <laughs> the the mama, papa, sister, brother, uh, uh, cousin Greg part is really funny to me. But also, I'm just like, how how do you say that so fast? <laughs> um, <laughs> um uh, I wasn't prepared to because if you recall, I I wrote the song to be a slow, uh-huh. like a West Coast riding your car, bobbing your head, slow type of yeah rap. And then we doubled it in the studio, so I had to just fucking drink a lot of Abasolo and go for it. But <laughs> he's yeah, going no, for that's it. The, I was. I had some other thing to say, and then it Ooh. flew away, hmm. like the Texas winds. No, yeah, West Texas, yeah, like a warm wind. Texas wind. No, here's what it was. It was an Easter egg. Not, I didn't. You know, we like to just put out an album and let the art be be discovered by the appreciators. But but I, I have pointed out on Instagram before that Mama Papa Baby comes from an earlier Sloppy Boy song sung by Hanford. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you know Mama Papa Baby. <laughs> so that's a that's a Paradiso reference down at the Sonic Ranch. Wow, damn, What's going on there? Just tying it back in. Yep, that's why that's layered. The people don't understand that that's layered. Well, you bring your whole life experience with you when you stand in that booth and you put those cans on yeah, every yeah. moment, every rap battle you've ever been at, at eight, eight mile in Detroit, every yes. single 
thing of your life is all you only got one shot mom's spaghetti <laughs> i anytime i would go in the booth it would take me so long to start my thing because i was like hold on i gotta think of all these experiences right <laughs> whoa well, just uh, think of them you guys were you said uh, a texas wind before mm-hmm. there in high school texas i had a friend Southern. who he was uh i don't think you guys know this guy terry he, todd tommy no <laughs> He was watching a movie on uh, HBO. It was called Warm Texas Rain. It was like a softcore porn. And it was like, he stayed up late watching it. He, like the, the next day at school, he was like, oh, God, I was uh, up all night watching Warm Texas Rain. And he told us about it. <laughs> and then like, it, it must have been one of those HBO things where it was just on all the time. And like later that week, he was like, oh, I watched Warm Texas Rain again last night. <laughs> <laughs> this man is sleep deprived. Warm Texas. <laughs> the idea of every time it's like watching the entire movie. Again. I, like, up all night watching I can't not Texas watch it. <laughs> man, do you remember a thing called Red Shoe Diaries? Yeah. yeah. Is that HP? Was that HP? I don't know. There, yeah, it was Cinemax I want, or Showtime. Oh. And was, am I wrong? Was David Duchovny like the interstitial hub of the whole thing? Oh, wow. That's so funny. He's like hiding in plain sight there. (laughs) Because I think it's like an anthology series, but I could have sworn and I could be wrong that there was like a home base for it. But and what I was definitely it? remember it was, scrolling the uh, the uh, guide channel hoping to see it. It, it was diaries. either like Cinemax or HBO or Showtime. I don't know. I don't want to call it softcore porn, but maybe it was. It was like, you know, um, erotic thrillery Risky. type stuff. Okay. And a boss that I worked for when I was first in L.A., she started as an actor. And I found out that she had a Red Shoe Diary episode. <laughs> but it wasn't like, it was more just like, uh, salacious tales type of thing. Yeah, or, I, I, almost like a almost like a, a crip from the crip. Uh, uh, tales from the crip. <laughs> tales from the crip. <laughs> well, the reason I bring it up is because I I never saw it. I didn't want to see my boss in the nude. If that's what was going on, <laughs> I never. Saw so it. I want to see if you want to see your boss clothed. It. Yeah, fully clothed. Do you, do you remember a show on MTV that came on really late at night about Skins? like dating and stuff? Was that it? I remember the one called Skins. Or undressed? Like undressed. Undressed. Undressed is what but I'm thinking. That, was skins. that like a Canadian skins, soap opera that then was brought It seemed to Canadian, Canada. and it seemed like all the sets were just like walls that they put up. Like, it wasn't a real real sets with like furniture. And yeah. It was very strange. I think Skins was actually about a street basketball team. It was like the shirts versus Skins. Oh. No, no, um, no. Oh. <laughs> now you're joking. <laughs> I can't yeah, you keep up see with shirts. Um... <laughs> Speaking of diaries that are red shoe and all that type of thing, um, <laughs> I, one, most, one of the most starstruck moments of my whole life was I one time saw a lady. There's an actress named Carrie Wurr or Kari Wurr. Kari, Carrie Salen Wurr. <laughs> Wurr. <laughs> you're, cha- you're changing so, her first name or last name. So the last I, name is truly, like... I don't, know, I don't know how to say the first name or the last name. So it could be Carrie Wurrer or Kari Wurrer. So her last name is... Salen. W-U-R-R-U-R? <laughs> Nobody knows. That's an I odd name, she, she had been a... Uh, before our time, she had been like a um, VJ on MTV. But then um, in, in formative... Cinemax Showtime HBO type years she was in a lot of like those types of movies like the soft focusy soft core porn types of movies and I uh, uh, much like your friend who stayed up all night watching Texas Breeze um, I had like seen a bunch of these movies and then one time the birthday boys were all standing in front of UCB this lady's like 20 years older than us but we were all standing in front of UCB and she walked by and I remember being like that's probably my most like and I didn't even know her name you know I would have said hey Kari <laughs> yep. like, It's Carrie. <laughs> it's Carrie. Don't watch my movies ever again. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Wurr. Sorry, Kari. <laughs> well, is that it for shit chat? Can we I get into so. the booze yeah. news, the hottest news all over the web? Please. <laughs> yeah. Beep, 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 booze news. Hit it. But it's coming down. No sound. It's all around. Let's stay on beach. We're fucking beautiful. Steak at the beach? <laughs> Steak on the beach. Sea shark. Sea shark. Sea shark. It's Sonic Ranch era slut heads. Oh. Ooh. 
Ooh. Okay, Steak on the Beach was sent to us by Sarah Wood. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. T Swift, it's the it's the Lavender Haze Summer. Mm-hmm. And she has a song called Snow at the Beach. Oh. But this was a mashup with we had an episode of our Patreon blowout show where Jeff said his <laughs> best our summer, best summer plans. Best summer plan. we were discussing our best summer plans. <laughs> and yours was Steak on beach, comma, C-sharp. C sharp. And this was You're plans that we, we wanted to, like, that would be the best. It's not probably going to happen. Maybe it will happen. It's, we still got a month left. Well, yours is rare because you have to have a friend. But you have a friend grills you a steak on the beach, hands it to you. You're eating it and you look up and you see a shark out in the water. And you're that friend, Tim. You're, you're the steak guy. You, you were the friend because you're the best yeah. chef. I'm on the hook. I got to cover the costs of the ribeye, and I got to look up like where the and honestly, Tim, gas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, propane. And I got to like go to marine biology websites to find out where I could probably see a shark. <laughs> what beaches in LA? This is a lot of work for me. And uh, and that had to fit in a tweet poll, so that's why it was so mm-hmm, right. pared down to steak on beach, comma sea shark. Ooh, I'm gonna see the Meg too soon. <laughs> I love it. Loved Meg one. Meg two. <laughs> Meg two. <laughs> oh god. You guys ready for some booze news? Yeah. Yes. Let me ask you this. What has been? What would you say is the biggest pop culture moment event of summer 2023? The slap. <laughs> I was gonna say the slap. <laughs> Still the slap. Still. The it doesn't slap. have to be. It doesn't have to be like a live moment, but a, a cultural thing cultural that we took part in. Uh, of pop of 2023, um, probably the Borg. Oh wait, wait, wait. I would. Are you talking about like in culture at large or here on the pod? Pop culture. Mm. Oh, in the uh, summer uh, outside of the pod. The biggest thing to happen in 2023 oh, that, culture. that air lounge chair I got. <laughs> I think it's Barbenheimer. Do you think it's Barbenheimer? Oh, of course oh, yes. it's Barbenheimer. Yes. How I got, yes. The or, marketing uh, accident that benefits all. Oppen Arby, uh, as as I try to, uh, I'm trying to rebrand it. Um, Oppen But uh, Mike, did you complete the duo? Me and Jeff. Well, I think we all, we all saw Oppenheimer together and then yep. me and Jeff separately saw Barbie and you've not viewed the Not seen yet. Barbie yet, but I will. Okay, well, uh, Booze News re- reflects one half of Oppen Arby, and it's the one you have seen. Uh, the uh, Slopheads have been sending me cocktails that have to do with Oppenheimer, and there are two that I wanted to mention on the pod here, and I think I've shown some of these uh, to you guys, but very interesting. One is there's a thing that the Los Alamos scientists drank, and it is half lab alcohol, half grapefruit <laughs> juice mixed in a 32 gallon GI can and chilled with a chunk of smoking dry ice. Wow. So this is what these dudes with the science guys were drinking yeah. down there. Um, what is lab alcohol? Rubbing alcohol maybe, or, or do we, is it that's something what like I was thinking? Isopropyl? Like, like you put on a wound, like 90%. That's what I was thinking. Or at least just like the most pure form of alcohol. If it's in a lab. That reminds me of uh, the master when Joaquin is like sucking yeah. down, uh, jet, jet fuel, fuel. <laughs> or, or like ethanol ship. Yeah. Ship fuel. Yeah. Something. I was hanging with, um, uh, our friend Jocelyn Richard and she ordered a Greyhound, which is grapefruit and vodka. Mm. I'm looking at this. Probably that's probably the taste, but a little more harsh because of the lab alcohol. Uh, salt, if you put salt on it, it's a salty dog. But don't mm. you think? I, I wonder is the is this the chunk of smoking dry ice? That's just about keeping it cool. It's not. Well, I read this at first thinking that would like smoke it and give it like a liquid smoke taste, but that's not the case. It's just that's how they cooled it down. I guess. Hey, maybe that's why the budget for this thing was over two billion dollars in the in the forties because <laughs> these guys are wasting all the ice on their drinks. Yeah. And they're <sighs> um, the Austin um, Powers bar used to have drinks with dry ice so oh, that they behave. so that they could give you like, you know, that was a funny one because it was like a combination between it, it skirted this weird line where they didn't have the rights. They did not have the rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they, like, did, they did not. So a lot of the drinks would just be called like Swinger Man or, or whatever, like the, the way that you see it, like Spirit Halloween. <laughs> Groovy but secret then, agent. But then occasionally you will see like, okay, but this drink is called Mr. Billingsworth. Like that's like the actual name of the cat. Right. And like this one's called the Mini Me or whatever. <laughs> they paid for the rights to the cat. But there was one called like the Mojo Juice or something. And it was like a bubbling dry ice science cocktail. 
Um, did you guys watch um, Drink Masters on Netflix? No, no. I feel like there was a plot point on that show where somebody used dry ice and one of the judges is like, you you, you got to be careful. Like dry ice could kill me. If a little piece of this dry ice chips off into the drink, I'm dead. Yeah. So, so yeah, hmm. I don't know. Drinker Maybe beware, I guess. Yeah, drinker beware. Okay, but the other one is actually the one I really wanted to bring up more because I think we caught it in the movie. Um, the, there's an article in the Washington Post saying that Oppenheimer himself had a famous martini that he made. Mm-hmm. It was four ounces of gin and a dash of vermouth. That's great. My we kind of guy. That. And then the rim of the chilled glass was dipped in honey and lime. Yes. And when I read this, I said, good Lord. I was sitting next to Jefferson Dutton in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And I remember Killian Murphy making a, a martini and he rimmed the glass with something. And then Jeff, you said, we got to do, we got to do that with our martinis. And I didn't see what... I didn't see lime or honey in the movie. Did you see what he was? All I noticed was that it wasn't salt. He was like, oh, yeah, he was putting it in a plate with some sort of liquid in it, like a shallow plate with some sort of liquid in it. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? And we've we've come to find out what it is. And and I remember I was watching him. That's a cool Easter egg that they would do like the guy's making a drink and they actually had him like quietly make his famous drink but i just i assumed it was like a uh he was just doing a vermouth but rinse or something per, but yeah, yeah he yeah. was definitely like I, I thought it was vermouth as well just like why would you put it on the rim though that's so wild yeah. like odd um but um i guess a lot of the stuff think? in that movie was pulled i mean obviously nolan is trying <laughs> trying to make it like historically accurate but like the, the bomb stuff <laughs> he pulled from history especially a lot of the bomb stuff yeah but uh, his conversation with uh, was it truman when, oh yeah when like he's he goes in there racked with guilt and then uh truman mm-hmm. was was like, uh, don't let that crybaby in here again. And uh, you didn't drop the bomb, I did. All that stuff is like, uh, it's on record. Did you say that that wow. was Gary Oldman as Truman? No. Yeah. Oh, what? It is? It was? I did not recognize oh my it God. at all. I thought it was, yeah. Well, we're oh, going yeah. to the pewter on this one. Got to. Lieutenant Gordon. Now, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, if you follow me on Twitter, I kind of uh, yeah, that is went after this movie and tried to take it down on Twitter, but it seems to have still... It still made good box office, even with me going after this movie. <laughs> wow. Really? I think that was all I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's who, it. For, oh. Who was he talking to? Oh, Chevalier <laughs> was the guy's name. Hotel Chevalier. Is that's the, the whole t- uh, The whole movie. I was like, where have I heard that word before? It was Hotel Chevalier, the Wes Anderson short. But that's not what this podcast is about. Is that it for Booze News? <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> okay. The drink of the day. The Cantorito you've had? No. No. You've heard? No. No. Nor had I. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Here's the deal. We have a hit album out right now, right? Sure. And uh, and everyone in this summer is in sort of a Sonic Ranch mindset, and they're kind of partying in the gardens of Gomorrah, and our album is sort of steering the culture and it's yeah. in the zeitgeist and they're like and how do i stuff. bring this into other aspects of my life they're wondering mm-hmm. yeah because it's, you're saying i wanted this spirit to not just go into my ears when i'm when i'm listening to spotify mm-hmm. i want it to emanate every part of my uh, infiltrate every part of my life right yeah and and i i w- can do that with a spirit right mm-hmm. and and the spirit is in the spirit. <laughs> and they look to us. They say, we want more of this vibe. And they look to us and as the guys who were there. We're mm-hmm. like Neil Armstrong on the moon. Right. Okay, we were there. Everyone else is like, oh. I open up my door and I see a bunch of yearning eyeballs looking up at me, yeah. hands outstretched. <laughs> Please. Give me what you have. Plus, you open up Jeff's door, you hear his neighbor playing piano. Hello. You heard? I heard. <laughs> I have a story about him. Dish. You want to hear the story? Yeah. There's a guy in my building, uh, a sort of a, a severe looking man who walks <laughs> around alone, doesn't talk to anybody. I'll a pass serious him, person. A, a serious man. Okay. And I'll pass him sometimes and say, hey, or like, good morning. And most of the time, no response. Just walks right on by. Now, there is also somebody in the building playing piano. Always, raindrops keep falling on my head, and one other song I can't recognize. <laughs> it's a good song. Pretty much daily now, and it's not bad because he's good at it. I find out they're one and the same guy. He's a weird, quiet old man who's a piano tuner. He's not oh. very social, but 
There he is, bringing me delight every day. I wonder why he plays the same song every day. So do you think that is raindrops keep falling in my head particularly good for t- testing all the keys when you're tuning a piano or something Dude, like that? Dude, I don't know. The thing about that, though, is people don't bring their pianos to his house to tune them. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's strange, but that's what I would think is like. He must go to people's homes, weird them out, tune their piano and leave. <laughs> and then just play on his own <laughs> piano at home. <laughs> Unless he's a keyboard fixer. I got my guitar set up one time. Like, you know, like restrung and, and the frets cleaned and all that stuff. Where I went on Yelp and I found a guitar guy and then I went to the place. It was, he did a good job and it was only 50 bucks and it was great. But like I showed up, it was just a man's apartment, you know, Silver Lake. Mm. Sure. I step inside a 50 year old man's sad studio apartment. I sit there on his bed while he fixes my guitar. Wow. Odd, odd way to run a business. What do they call that? A setup? Getting set up? Getting set up, yeah. Set it up. I got to do that. My guitar is the same guitar I've had since I was a tween. Damn. Mexican Strat. Yep, Mexican Strat, Sunburst. You got to take that thing out there, man. Give it it a line. I got it. I cleaned it, but I mean, it's still like probably all fucked up. Yeah. You brought it in the bathtub with you and gave it a scrub. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember reading some list of like, like an IT hotline's funniest phone calls, and there was an old lady who who washed her computer in the bathtub, <laughs> desktop computer. And then, then it wasn't working. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Okay. Back on track. What I was trying to get at is that as the three guys who are at the epicenter of the Sonic Ranch album, yeah. we, uh, we too, we are feeling wistful and nostalgic for our time in West Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, we thought we've talked about how, we drank Abasolo there. We drank mm. a lot of red wine over dinner, and mm. I made a lot of Kelpie cordials. Oh, the Lone Stars. Um, Don't forget. Lone Star. Early and oh, often. Lone Star beer <laughs> made by Pabst, which I learned on the Pabst Brewery Tour. <laughs> Love that. Love that when that when it that type of stuff pulls into the show. Hey, I went to a Chicago bar in, uh, in LA last night. Mike, you were just in Chicago, so maybe this will really hit home for you. Mm, there's, a, there's kind of a dive bar in the Arts District downtown in LA called uh the escondite and you walk in you're seeing schlitz signs and you're seeing malort bottles and then you're ordering the food and they got um not just like italian beef and chicago dogs but a pizza puff i've heard of pizza puffs or a chicago like a it's it's like a pizza like a totino's pizza roll but it's that sounds good so like a calzone but small (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's also you know the pizza rolls they almost have like a chimichanga-esque type of, oh, okay. you know, it's almost like a fried bubbly egg rolly outside to it rather ah, than a nice. dough calzone. You know what's good is when people do like a big pizza loaf. It's like a big loaf of bread that's just basically a pizza rolled up and you just, and you cook it oh, and you yeah. cut it into these little things. But that is not what we're talking about today. Yeah. That's not what we're here to we're talk about. off track. We're getting off track, anyway, but I don't mind we- it. It's fun. <laughs> No, it's it's actually kind of funny. Um, Keeps the listener engaged. Bad. Um, We wanted to. We went. We were feeling nostalgic for El Paso. We wanted to shine a spotlight on some El Paso culture, and we just happened to be friends with Fox 14 El Paso news anchor and journalist Robert Olguin, the Mm. Prince of El Paso, and he mentioned to me that his mom's favorite cocktail when he was growing up was the Cantorito, and she would always be drinking that. And I uh, I had not heard of it. But I read up on it, and it's it's like a Paloma-esque drink from Ooh. Jalisco, Mexico. And it's named for an, an iconic clay mug. A, a Cantaro is a big clay pitcher. And then uh, a Cantorito is a little clay mug, also known as a uh, Jarito de Barro. And it keeps drinks nice and cold. You know, like in the old ah. days, you're like, Ooh, a nice... We had we've had one other cocktail on the show where it was like try to drink it out of a clay mug. And yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what that was. Was it the um the sweet little cinnamon holiday guy? Oh, possibly. Uh, what was that? What called? was that called? Uh, you batch it for your loved ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rum, not rum. There was China. also there was also uh, the theory that the Moscow Mule Coquito. copper mug is about keeping Coquito. it cold. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know if the science held up on that. Um, yeah, we'll have to send Either it over way. to Oppenheimer for him to do some tests. <laughs> the mug certainly works, though, because this is insulating. If you have cubes in your thing, you have a cold drink and it, it keeps it cold. Anyway, 
this drink, the Cantorito, is most known these days as sort of a roadside thing at like roadside fruit stands. It's made oh. with fresh squeezed juices, and oftentimes that mug is rimmed with tahini and chamoy. Mm. Sounds real good. You know, chamoy is that sweet hot sauce they have at fruit stands. Ooh, we keep talking about. We never do. We should do an episode of our blowout where we go to a fruit, a cart. fruit stand and we all. Oh fruit yeah, cart. That's what it is. Fruit cart. Um. Anyway. For the Cantorito, I found this nice, simple recipe, and our friend Robert approved of it and said, yeah, that's pretty much what my mom would make. And here it is from Wikipedia. Nice. Two ounces of tequila. A lot of people go with Reposado, but Robert says Blanco is the way to go. Good. Two ounces orange juice. Mm, nice. One ounce grapefruit juice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Three quarter ounce lime juice. That's Ooh. 22 and a half milliliters. <laughs> Dash of grapefruit soda. How are you going to dash a soda? You just say splash. Um, Top up. Pinch of salt. And then the method is, except grapefruit soda, combine other ingredients in cocktail shaker, shake with ice, pour into clay mug or highball glass. Pour grapefruit soda into a clay mug or highball glass. <laughs> Garnish <laughs> with lime wedge and grapefruit wedge. Doesn't look like they're putting cubes into this mug. Okay. Mm. So you're just shaking it. Interesting. To a highball glass. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. some squirt. Yeah. I got some Q. When I, I didn't think of uh, a squirt, when I was at the store, I was like, what the fuck is grape juice? And I looked up like grapefruit juice brand so I could just see what I'm looking for. I was like, of course, squirt. <laughs> this is a little redundant that it's grapefruit juice and grapefruit soda. I bet if you got one of those like fancy, like like Italian sodas that's a, like a pink grapefruit juice glass uh -huh. bottle. That would probably check both boxes because it's you very think. juicy. Because it's made of real More. stuff. Well, this yeah. is interesting. Um, I got a lot of thoughts already, but they'll have to wait till after the break. Wait, and t tell me the name of this drink again. I keep forgetting because it's just a name. Cantorito. Cantorito, Mike. I know. I got a, a Cantorito. I'm curious if you guys are going to try to do something with your rims. I'm not going to ask. That'll be after the break. That'll be after the break. Okay. All right, folks. We'll be right back after this. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you got, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. 
You can tell a therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. And we're back, Cantoritos in hand. Guys, I realized something as I was pouring mine. Mm. It didn't. Yes. Oh, those look beautiful. Those look beautiful. Look at Thank the garnishes. Ooh, Jeff got the tahini rim there. Jeff's got a highball with a tahini Ooh, rim tahine and grapefruit rim. and lime garnish. Mike, you got a one of those can shaped beer glasses you love with a beautiful lime wheel. I don't um, have a highball. Ooh, wow! I, a, I, I had a clay mug. The most. The, the closest to a clay mug I can find is this just big coffee mug that looks kind of clay. Well, a mug, at and least. I had. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the drink. <laughs> I didn't um I didn't have chamoy, but I had not just tahine powder, I had tahine brand hot sauce that's very much like chamoy. Ooh, so I kind of I've good. got that drippy look. But here's the thing, guys. It didn't the recipe I double checked, it doesn't say strain into to the mug. Right. It says pour. Right. So you can't ah. I, I Googled and all the pictures have cubes. So I yeah, was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna pour it with the cubes. And in fact, I added a couple more cubes even. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm cubeless. Okay, that's good to know. I didn't top up with the grapefruit juice, and probably if I had cubes in there, I would have, but I didn't want it to be all grapefruit. I just like put what, a splash. Yeah, I what came I out of the mixer up. wasn't much. It said dash of grapefruit soda. Yeah. Well, usually we hear dash in reference to uh, bitters, and it's like one little milligram. Or dash rendar. Very true, from Shadows but, of the Empire. I but love then Jeff said, oh, Jeff said, oh, top it up, and I just went with that. Well, here's the thing. I use my... Um, palm tea glass you know my my bootleg collins glass yeah, and for, yeah. The, for the picture i want to get it right up to the top and i said that's too much grapefruit soda maybe if i just add yeah. the cubes so i did check yeah. and i saw they didn't say strain and i think i hit the perfect combo damn perfect mike at the second break you're allowed to add cubes if you so please okay i i, I might take that option Ready? um let's do some sips Ooh! wow that is very refreshing. Mm. Ooh, zip, zip, zip. The lime yeah. did not. <laughs> you know what, guys? You're putting OJ in a drink. You're thinking you're, you're worried sick. It's going to be flabby. It's <laughs> yeah. not flabby. That lime saved it from flab. You're, I feel like we're going to get we're going to get the uh, the uh, Hans and Franz coming through the door here. It's too flabby, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. You know what this tastes like? What? Five alive. Tim, that's ah. what I was going to say that. You remember Five Alive? <laughs> you slammed I, your hand down on the chair. Damn it. Five you alive. scooped me. Five I alive. loved Five Alive, and I don't see Five Alive anywhere. I wonder if you could still get the freezer brick can of it. Yeah, that's a fun 80s can when you see it. It's like a mm. navy blue can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, it's got kind of each letter is a different color, yes. right? Yes. For the, but they're not for like the very vibrant. <laughs> no, no. It's like really kind of dour looking. Uh, <laughs> there's, it's, for, for something called a lime. I want to say it's called, it's um, orange, lemon, lime, grapefruit. But what's number five? What's the fifth citrus? Ooh, I'm looking orange, it up right now. Lemon, lime, grapefruit. Uh, 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 ugly fruit, uh, uh, pineapple, ah, uh, tangerine, tangerine, mm. orange, lemon, grapefruit, tangerine. tangerine. You would think the tangerine and the orange would be, but redundant wasn't to be. They juiced a cutie. <laughs> they exactly juiced like a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, well, cuties are clementines, no? Oh, fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know what a tangerine is. And a clementine's is not all. a tangerine. Oh great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like they've they've uh, they've spruced up the um, the carton 
for the Five Alive. It's not just. I've the- never seen a blood orange in real life. I've only had blood orange flavored things, but I've never seen like a blood Sam orange. Sam Pellegrino. Right. Sam Pellegrino. How the hell are you? Now, this is going to give me juice belly. I'm going to have sweaty sleep. I already have a little bit of heartburn, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what's nice about this one is we're we're recording early. It's noon where you guys are. So if you don't stay on this track, Tim, for the rest of the day, you might be okay. <laughs> you think I'm going to get off this track? No, no, no. Cantoritos all night until midnight. <laughs> These are really good. And I do like that Robert's mom is like, this is her drink that she makes. Yeah, it's a fun drink for a mom. These days, it's all rosé all day this and rosé all day that. Mm-hmm. I will say, too, I didn't put the tahini on the rim, but I did do the pinch of salt. I did I did, I did dash of salt out of my shaker. and that I forgot really... my pinch of salt. Well, you got the tahini rim. I think you're, you're pretty good with the... Oh, but I've been drinking from a straw. Let me lick ah. the rim as I drink. <laughs> you got to. Mm. Uh, oh, fuck. It's, yeah, That's the nice good. the salt in there is uh, an interesting thing I would never have thought of. You know what it I did the other day? It up the flavor. Yeah. I put salt for the first time on a sandwich. Yes. Put salt a little and pepper. Isn't that I, great? Yeah, because like you see, they do it at the store. They do yeah. it at the deli. Comedy store? Yeah. yeah. That's. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the store. The history in the hall and the walls at the store. Mitzi put salt and pepper on the. <laughs> <laughs> I was there when she put salt and pepper on steak. <laughs> I was there when Andrew Dice Clay was snorting salt. <laughs> oh, I heard something about the comedy store. Uh, I don't know if it happened yet, but they're doing one of those things where they uh, are, are showing a live show from the comedy store, from the small room into uh, theaters and stuff. Interesting. Like, like, like movie theaters. You know when they say like, oh, you can watch a, a opera from France. Right, right, right. And like, I never known when those, <laughs> I've never heard of anyone going to those, but I see advertisement. Anyway, I think the comedy store is, is doing that or had done that, but I'm curious if it was. Monty cool. Python did that with a live event like 10 years ago, I believe. Yeah. It's like live at the Hollywood Bowl. Well, it does seem like, I think they have, I think they have like big names doing it. Like I, I probably A-list. Com- Dane Cook? Wow. Oh, I'm not sure, Jeff. I'm, not, I'm sure the names, but if it was like someone like a, a, a I don't know, Bill Burr or something like that. I feel like everyone's used to just seeing clips of him in big theaters because that's the shows he performs. So it would be kind of cool to see people in a small little little comedy room. Intimate. It's fun to go to. I, I went there to the comedy store once. Very fun. Well, anyway, I put Lowry's seasoning salt on a turkey sandwich. Would you go uh, belly room, main room, original room? What? You put Lowry's on a turkey sandwich. Tim, you're thinking of the la- you're thinking of the comedy store. Oh, I'm thinking of the cellar. I'm sorry. The cellar, not the comedy store. <gasps> oh. The Very cellar. different, Michael. Very different. Very um, different coasts. Now, back on track. Jeff, was there tomato on this sandwich? No. Oh, that you're right. That that yes. would really bring out the salt. That's when I put salt. I think it's the the tomatoes when when they don't have any salt on them, I need to be brought to life. So if my sandwich has tomatoes, it's getting salt and pepper on it. I guess mine Ooh, was already a story. salt bomb. That's a boundary that I'm going to set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might had red onion, dill pickle, mustard. There you go. So like with, the, with go, the pickle Jim. and the mustard, it kind of already has a lot of salt on it. I don't know if I... Salt bomb. Oh, guys, I might have wasted my Lowry's. <laughs> so did it have any meat or was the salt sort of the meat of the sandwich? <laughs> Those turkey cheese, yeah, mayo, and nice and all that. Mike, are you eating salt bagels out there in New York? It's kind of the weirdest bagel, the too salt pretzel-y. bagel. I don't know. I, I, like, I don't like salt. You got to rub off like ninety percent of the salt before you eat it. Yeah, I, I've never had a. Or I, I, I don't like salt bagels, and I don't know if I've ever had an egg bagel, but that seems interesting to me. Hmm. You ever had an egg bagel? I have, but I've had it at like Noah's and inconsequential places. I don't know if I've had like yeah. a good egg bagel. It's just it's it's uh, it's sesame for me. Thank you very much. Mm. With <laughs> tomato, cream cheese, uh, garden cream cheese, and yeah, salt and pepper and lemon. Liz lemon, lemon's good, man. If I'm getting the the the, the locks on my bagel and capers and squeeze a little lemon, yeah, ooh, that's great. Here's my question. I bought some chicken. I'm going to marinate very soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. I know. I think this is going to be a good one. And uh, I have lime. Was Does anyone ever marinate chicken with lime? Yes. I always put lemon. Absolutely. Yes. Lime. Yeah. Right. What would that yeah. be? What would that be? It would be Thai. It would be Mexican. It, it, yeah. Lots of, yeah. What if I did, what if I did uh, uh, garlic salt and Thai? Yes. Yes. Not tight and lime, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bounce it out with a little oil, you know, a little olive oil, garlic, sure. salt, lime. Sure. Yeah, 
Maybe a little pepper? This Just is good. black pepper? This is going to be good for you. I tell pepper I'll put it in there for sure. If I had chip dip, I'd put that in there too. Oh, you know what I want to use? What? Mike, have you had? Tim, you've had it. Zaps Voodoo Pretzel Sticks. Yes. I had yes, one at your house, yes. but I haven't. Uh, no, Jesus I haven't. Christmas. You know how like uh, <laughs> a lot of chips and a lot of snacks will have the dust on it. Doritos. Uh-huh. Fritos. <gasps> Yeah. Shout out to the Gex. All, all the, song, <laughs> the, the snacks in the Gex song. But they, these ones have more spicy sand on them than any snack I've ever seen. And when you finish the bag, there's a ton of it still left in there. And I didn't throw out the bag because I said, the seasoning is just too good. Oh, mm. put it on some cheeky. Or I was thinking, put it on the rim of a drink. Oh, did you do that? <laughs> yeah. No, but but maybe, maybe I, I don't know what it is. It feels like a mustard vinegar barbecue zing. Jefferson. Get your butt in the test kitchen and for <laughs> next Mardi Gras, mm. invent Ooh. a drink that has a Zaps Voodoo rimmed glass. Oh, shit. Holy shit. No, we That's should reach out idea. to Zaps. We got to reach out to Zaps because they're friends of ours. Remember? I've reached out to Are them they? before and I got, uh, yeah, they sent me a bunch of chips. I, t- oh, I yeah. tagged uh, Voodoo in a in a picture. They sent me all the flavors because they have got crawdad and pickle and alligator. Spicy crawdader. It's great. Damn, that, you that reach would out be, to them. That's a good innovation. If we reached out, oh, I know, they're just going to take the idea, though, and say, oh, it's our stuff, but we'll be like... Well, reach out and say we have an idea, and they can come over and hear it in person. <laughs> yeah, they'll just be like, well, we listen to the podcast. We already know it. This is like when people yeah, make listen. you read a screenplay right in front of them, like Chris Nolan will will park his That's butt down. That's what James L. Brooks did. When I, when I worked for James L. Brooks, I would go <laughs> sit with Toby, Toby McGuire, <laughs> Hugh Laurie, you name him. <laughs> I was sitting next to him while they read a script. You sort of sat in with the pussy posse, right? Yes. Is this? Did I tell that on pod? Uh, this on pod that I went to Toby McGuire's house one time, and the security guy was like, yes. "He's next door at Leo's. Let's go." And we walked over to Leo's, and fucking Leonardo DiCaprio and Toby McGuire doing squats together, best friends doing damn. squats with a That's personal half the trainer. Damn pussy posse. That's the Frank and Dino, at least. Yeah. Who Who else is in that blank posse? David Blaine. <laughs> Blaine and and there's another guy e who I would entourage. E, but wasn't there another guy? Uh, yeah, there's like an actor guy that I can picture that he was in teen movies in the '90s, or maybe you already said him. No, it's I, not I, Anton Yelkin, but it's an Anton Yelkin type guy. Uh, Nick uh, Lucas Haas. Lucas Haas. Yeah, I'm seeing. Ooh, Harmony okay. Corinne. Strange. Ethan huh. Supley. Sarah. How big is this posse? Ethan, this Supley. is huge. Wow. Sarah Gilbert, a female yes. posse member. Um, now, can I say something about pretzel sticks? Mm-hmm. This got back on my brain because I love I love Zaps Voodoo chips, but I actually feel like the Zaps Voodoo pretzel sticks are even better. And it was re- reminding me mm-hmm. of, have you had Dots brand mm-hmm. pretzel sticks? Yes. The, They're um, very ranch. good. No, no, not ranch. They have like a, what is, what's the must Honey mustard. Okay. Now, the original is a very delicious dust. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that's what the new Dune movie is about. <laughs> Dune 2, delicious dust. <laughs> My friend Tristan turned me on to Dots, and I was like, this is delicious. And then uh, recently when we were in Idaho, I was at uh, Albertson's, and I saw that now Dots had all different snacks, and they had a few different dusts, but then they had uh, 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 like a cheese do, like a Cheeto type of cheese mm. puff, cheese curl. Now, what do you call that? It's not a puff. Cheese doodle? Doodle. <laughs> doodle. A doodle. They had a cheese doodle in the, in the pretzel stick type bag with cheese doodle, but then it said, had a little seal on it and said, with original Dots pretzel dust. So it was already cheesy, and then it had the dust. This was the most flavor that I've ever uh, eaten Jesus. in a snack, you know? And and then they had pork rinds as well. There, there's very interesting things <laughs> happening at innovators skipped, over at Dots. It's it's like uh, Dots is like we're doing pretzel sticks and we're, we're gonna try to not do potato chips like everyone else. So they went pretzel, cheese doodle, all the way to pork rind. Ooh, keto, Mike. Pork rinds are keto. Yeah, pork rind is keto. Keto is life. Pork rind is life. <laughs> Chip dip is keto now. All right. Chip dip. Would you change anything about the drink? We know it's good. I, don't I double so. the tequila. Double it? What are you, Oppenheimer? Four ounces? <laughs> How did Oppenheimer get all that science done when he was drunk as shit all the time? If I were a nice old mom, I would drink it like this, and I would suffer through my juice belly. But I'm sort of a party rock, uh, a bon vivant uh, right. <laughs> um, yes. a podcast. Good time, Charlie. Night, mm. Late night Good time, guy. Charlie. 
Right. So I would see if I'm going to take down all this juice and I'm going to sacrifice a a sleep and and my esophagus to uh, Mm -hmm. heartburn, then I'm going to make it worth my while. I'm I'm not going to do that now, but just in life, that's what I would do. I'm still working through this. I'm not even ready for a round two. Me too. This is a nice big tall boy. You know what's nice about this drink? You know, sometimes we'll have these sort of uh, juicy drinks or sweet drinks that I'll just like down because they're so... It's like eating candy. Mm -hmm. This is... Close to that, but not so much where you're just like going through it all. It's quite a bit of tang. It's a nice blend. It's a lot of citrus between, you know, I did uh, just simply orange OJ out the bottle, but I did juice a grapefruit and I did juice my lime. So I got some real deal citric acid here. And if you got tahini and chamoy going on, this is a real zippy zip. Mike, you mentioned candy. Thank you. And when we were at Oppenheimer, I tried a new candy I'd never had before that was quite ridiculous. Oh. Nerds gummy clusters. Yes, Tim. I love nerds. The nerds, it comes from the nerd rope family, but they just cut it up. <laughs> yeah, they just cut it up. But this Tim, was that, you don't fastest. understand the lineage. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should, I'm not, I don't have the whole history, but um, this was the fastest fall off of something going from delicious to disgusting. I was like, I'm going to try not to eat these like during the previews, try to save them for the movie. And then. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm getting nerds flavor and the crunch of nerds, and then a chewy yeah. gummy. Soft That's so fun. And hard. Yeah, the second one. Mm, okay. Literally the second one. Fit now the fifty fourth one. I'm begging. No, I don't want this. <laughs> Get this away from me. I'm trying to watch the movie. Tim, I after we saw that movie a couple days later after I left town, I um found myself in front of a bag of those and I bought it and I ate it over two days and I had the opposite experience. It got better and better. Well, because it was over two days. You parsed it out. Right. That's nice. Right. Yeah, two days. The length of um, Oppenheimer. Jesus Christ. Oh, Stop geez. that. Cut that something. Cut something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, final thoughts. Mm. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. with our final thoughts i uh order again for me and maybe and not even just like an order again a lot of times with these sweet drinks i'll say or again but one's the limit i could have two or three of these me too but i would love to um air it out with a little more grapefruit soda or even club soda you know that that would yeah. re- really like make me um i could do like a day of these. that would make it a real like a real highball you know like and then it would yeah. re- mm-hmm. resemble other drinks i would do this but in a rocks glass so it's just not as much uh, 
orange, uh, sorry, grapefruit soda. Also, I, I didn't get uh, squirt. I got ting. I've never heard of ting before. No, never heard it was ting. Uh, where'd you covered in that? dust at the that. supermarket. <laughs> I didn't have um, squirt. I probably wouldn't change it. I, I, I talked about doubling the tequila, and that's fun. Uh, the soda stuff that makes sense to me to make it a more recognizable highball type of drink. But I'm kind of enjoying the uniqueness of this. Like I put my mug in the freezer before the show, yeah, so this is really nice and cold. And I'm looking in. It's a very juicy drink, but I got my cubes in it, as you can hear. And I'm just kind of enjoying it being kind of a grog. And just be like, I guess yeah. there's 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 things you could do to change this to make it like fit in the mold. I know you guys, everything has to be, oh, everything must yeah. be yeah. just so uniform mm-hmm. in society. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the right place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be challenged. I don't want anything to be unique. Nope. No. I'm enjoying... A cold mug of cubes. It's very juicy, but I don't know if I'm a a wonderful El Paso grandmother and I'm sitting around sipping on this. I'm having the fucking time of my life. Yeah, a grog is a good way of putting it. it does it does has like a sort of tiki drink uh, essences, but it's yeah. just not full tiki like the rum and the coconut. And what whoa. what would make it? Uh, yeah, it was, it's so close to tiki, but it's, it's not. missing I that nutmeggy flavor. That's what it is. Or like molasses. Yeah, like, like the weird the weird sort of stank element. Yeah, yeah I mean, or if you use if you use like, like Appleton Estates rum instead of uh, tequila, this would be the most tiki freaky thing ever. And yeah, a little d- dash of nutmeg, that would be Don the Beach Comer's delight. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, you know it's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys where you can support artists directly and not through uh, crooked systems. That's <laughs> nice. You. And we appreciate all the patrons out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, Jeff, did you? Now more than did ever. Did you give your, uh, uh, Yeah, it's, oh, it's order okay, again, I and I agree so. with everything you said. It's a big, uh, it's a big acid bomb, but I like it. Um, yes, very good stuff. Oh, I want to thank everybody who came out to the uh, Chicago shows. I did some yeah. some Chicago stand-up shows, met some great sloppers out there, and uh, had a great time. I heard a lot of people brought up Grimace Piss. Is that I right? talked to some fellas about Grimace Piss, yeah. <laughs> and then we did Malort shots. <laughs> shout, out to Joe and, oh. shout out to Joe and Mick. Oh, Tim and I just did. We wait, had a, oh, I had a whole Malort weekend. You just weekend. went to a Chicago? This you went to crazy. a Chicago bar? Yes. The day after we had some Malort shots. Wow. Mookie found Malort at Total Wine and More. We did some shots of it. And then last night I had a Malort on the rocks and, and uh, uh, didn't hate it. And then, yeah, it was. this is very... We're sh- giving a lot of Chicago shout outs. Maybe sometime soon we should do an, a Chicago drink for the, for the Chicago people. Oh, I learned something. A Chicago handshake is a... Uh, an old style beer and a Malort shot. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Tim and I went to a bar and the combo that they had was Miller High Life and a Fernet shot. Interesting. That's a nice little combo too. These, I'm seeing this more. I'm seeing more Boilermaker shot in a beer type things pop back up in menus and it's very welcome to me because I like knowing and I'm placing one order and I'm going to be set for drinks for a while. I don't have to go back yeah. up to the bar. And you're sipping on that fernet, you know, like a whiskey shot. I could even see like you kind of half shoot it with your beer mm-hmm. with a classic boilermaker. But a fernet, you kind of want to nurse it. And also, since I've been drinking fernet, malort is not as foreign to me. I'm sort of coming around on malort and uh, and uh, underbergs. Oh, I, I haven't done underberg for sure. Before. We should do the, those for the pod. The malort thing is funny because we were talking about it where it's like... Fernet is something you acquire a taste for because it's complex and sophisticated. And if you don't know Amaro, you have to take a while to get into Fernet. Whereas Malort, no one's saying it's sophisticated. They're just saying it's gross. But you can similarly acquire a taste. To me, it tastes like grapefruit rind and Listerine. And mm-hmm. I've um, when, when I was drinking on the rocks yesterday, the coldness impeded my taste buds enough that I was like, this is not bad. But it would be fun well, to make a spritz out well. of it. Make make a nice yeah. light floral spritz. I was going to say, you know, if we ever go to Chicago or something, we should do a Malord episode. But Chicago people probably are Malorded out. They don't. Sure. If the Sloppy Boys come to Chicago, they don't want it like, oh, great, you did Malord. Like a million fucking other people. Is there like a fun cocktail you can do? When we played at Sub- Subterranean, we went to uh, Estelle's next to Subterranean. We did have a lot of um, Malord shots and stuff. But I, I agree, uh... They're probably sick of it. It's probably like, 
if you come to Los Angeles and you're like, thought. you're like, hey, could I have an Oscar statuette? And you're like, yeah, this is LA. We have, we all have this. <laughs> <laughs> we all have them. All right, good episode, That's guys. Good. Yeah, good. real good. Could be a hit. Yeah. Thanks, Robert, and thanks, Robert's mom. Yeah. yeah. Until uh, the rest of you guys, we'll see you beyond. <laughs> oh, Michael. Come on, give me, a, let me have some fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope you listen to this podcast episode for the whole damn night. <laughs> oh, damn night. Stop. All right. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. That's what all the hot artists say is, uh, "Oh, you're singing my song. Stop. 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 Don't spread it. Do around. it on your own time." All right, folks. Good episode. We'll see you next week. Bye. Later. Oh, yeah.